This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is consistency. So consistency is one of these crazy things. Like, we all know in order to be successful in any industry, any personal goal, you have to be consistent, right? I mean, you're going to have to do things for a long period of time, more times than not, in order to find success. But when does that consistency stop? Like, when do you eventually lay up? Like, we all get to the point where the idea that we had starts to not be so fun anymore. Maybe it just admittedly starts to fucking suck. Like, it's not fun. And then you're forced with this choice. Do you continue on? Do you remain consistent? Or do you give up? That's really all there is. And I'm convinced in my life that the most successful people in the world are the ones that can be consistent past the way that most of us think. Where... They know it's going to be miserable. They know they're going to be broke. They know they're going to be whatever they know they're going to be. But they know more inside that they're going to be successful if they just keep going. Those are the the people that win. You know, I think consistency is just a real motherfucker. Like, it's one of the top three factors, in my opinion, that hold people back from what they want to achieve in life. It's motherfucking consistency. And I say that with enough vulgarity at this moment because that's really what this is to me. Like, it's consistency is difficult. I mean, think about it. Everything that you've ever wanted, ever desired in your life, you that you'd want to have come into your life, however that is, you'd have to remain consistent for long enough for it to actually come in. Like, let's say you want to yeah, find a, a new girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever, whoever you are. And so you're just convinced you want something that works out. Okay, well, there's probably a handful of gyms in your city. And you go to the gyms, every other gym for a week's time period. You don't find a new significant other. So what do you do? Do you change what you want? Do you change and start looking in a different location? Or do you remain consistent until you find that new significant other? Or at least give yourself the opportunity to find that significant other? I mean, think about it. Like, if you don't believe me, you're you're lying to yourself. Like, I have to call bullshit at that moment. I mean, in my life, I I was convinced in my mind I want to be a professional bodybuilder. Like, I was just convinced. Ever since I picked up my first issue of Muscular Development Magazine back when I was a freshman in college at University of Cincinnati. Like, I remember leafing through the pages just to complete all the physique that these men had. Like, all the hard work, all the the tenacity it took to build the bodies that they had. And and sure, you might be thinking, man, this is a little homoerotic right now. No, it wasn't like that, really. It was more the fact of, like, I admired the hard work that went into this. And it was a fact of, I was super insecure. I mean, I was 6'2 and 185 pounds at that point. Couldn't put on muscle if I wanted to. But I saw these men and I'm like, man, they just seem larger than life. Like, what a great shield to have. What a great thing to have to walk around with is this this shell of muscle to protect you from the shit that comes at you in life. But again, in 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 vain of the homoerotic thoughts that you might think I'm having as I'm flipping through this this book of men, the only reason I admittedly picked up this magazine off the shelf from the bookstore in Cincinnati was because there's a blonde woman on it with a massive set of breasts. Almost hanging out. Like, I remember looking at like, man, what is this magazine? I'd never considered bodybuilding before in my life. But again, I was a really late bloomer. Graduated high school, probably 6'1", maybe 6'2", and 175 pounds. I didn't, I was the polar opposite of like a grainy, hard, chiseled from granite, perfectly proportioned bodybuilder. Like, I was the polar opposite end. And I didn't find out until later in life that these bodybuilders are all 5'8", and below. Like, in the magazines where they're all standing next to each other, I'm assuming they're all... 6263 just massive mounds of men. That's not the case at all. They're all very small, but that's, that's another story for another time. Even though I didn't have the best proportions, I didn't look like them. It didn't deter me. It didn't keep me from speaking about my goals. 
It didn't keep me from visualizing them. Admittedly, it, it probably kept me out of class a few times. I was skipping class to eat and train because I liked it more. It was more enjoyable. So over the years, I slowly began to build muscle. You know, diet, exercise, anabolic steroids, the whole nine yards. If you name it, I did it. And yes, we'll, we'll touch base on that. Anabolic steroids. So I started that when I was a freshman in college. A buddy of mine introduced me to it and started on that path. And it was like the magic pill. It was like the end all to be all. I went from 175 pounds to coming home my freshman year of college at 230 pounds. 50 pounds that seemed to just come on overnight. Now, granted, I know now looking back, I was bloated and watery and didn't have any clue of what I was actually doing. What I did know is I felt better. I was bigger now. People couldn't mess with me the same. That continued on. That story, that, that path of anabolics and, and the knowledge of that went on all the way until I was 33. I get 14 years of off and on consistent abuse on my body, which I'll never do again, but it was part of who I was for that time period. Because I knew I would have to be consistent in the use of anabolics to get to the goal that I had set for myself. What I didn't do was remain consistent 100% to 100% of things I committed to in order to become a professional bodybuilder. I'd come home from college and I wouldn't work out. You know, I'd mess around. I was working during the summer. I was riding a motorcycle. I was going on a boat. I was doing anything else other than working out. So I would drink. I would end up partying. I'd enjoy great tasting food, bad sleep patterns, and this was going on every summer. So all these things seem pretty minor, right? Like, oh, it's a goal you had. You could have made it happen if you did those things. Well, sure. I, I suppose I could have. I suppose there's some people with the genetics that could have made that work, but that wasn't for me. My genetics didn't make that happen. I wasn't going to look like a professional bodybuilder by taking these fucking shortcuts all the time. That just wasn't going to happen. You know? All these things and seeming so minor, it's like, who cares? It's just a meal or just some beers. That doesn't mean you couldn't have made it. Like, I call fucking bullshit. Like, if I wanted to make it that bad, I had to do all those things. Just like if you want anything in life that requires hard work and dedication, you're, and you want to be a professional, I don't want to be known for it. You want to be re recognized for it. It's going to take massive amounts of consistency in all, all aspects of life. You're going to have to be freakish with the consistency in order to excel. Like if I want to be great at podcasting, great at making my message sound better, I can't do it occasionally. I have to do it every day for months and months and months and probably years at a time to get my message to sound better, to be more articulate, to be more consistent, to engage you more. Like I, I can't imagine after this being episode 28 that when I look back at this two years from now when I'm on episode 700, I'm going to think, man, I killed it when I was on episode 28. I'm going to look back and laugh, but I can only laugh if I have the consistency to get to that point. You know, if I go back and really look at life, in order to become a pro at something, in order to become a professional bodybuilder in my life, I would have had to make it one of the top three priorities in my life. You know, family, business, and then bodybuilding would have been what it would have had to have been. If you would have asked me three years ago, I wouldn't have been so sure about that. I was told you probably could have made it anywhere with just hard work. Like, just keep working hard. But now I know that's just complete and utter bullshit. Like, I would kill myself in the gym seven days a week for years and years and never had anything massive happen. It didn't matter how many steroids I took. It didn't matter how hard I trained. That shit just didn't matter. And it didn't matter because I wasn't ensuring my sleep was right, that my recovery was right, that my nutrition was right, and not kind of right, 100% right for 100% of the time. I never cared. 
It wasn't that important to me. So I was bullshitting myself for fucking 14 years about the fact that I wanted to become a professional bodybuilder because I thought that was a story I had to tell myself. I wasn't willing to eat the six or seven high-quality meals a day for years at a time. It wasn't that important to me. I wasn't willing to figure out how to optimize my recovery and stay out of the gym, to go in hyperbaric chambers and cryogenic chambers and get infusions of blood and IV treatments, like all these things that really go into maximizing recovery. I didn't care enough to go search that stuff out. And even if I did, I didn't have the money to go do it. I wasn't willing to have consistent blood panels even done. I mean, think about how stupid this is. I was telling everybody, including myself, I want to be a professional bodybuilder, but I wasn't treating my body like a professional. I was using anabolic steroids on a consistent basis and never going to get blood panels done to not only ensure my health, but also to ensure that I'm maximizing my hormones. I just had the mindset of more is better. You know, if I'm taking 1,000 milligrams of, of testosterone a week, if I want to grow more, I might as well take 2,000 milligrams. And then you take 2,000 for a while, now it's 3,000. And all of a sudden, I'm up to taking four grams of anabolic steroids a week. I'm lucky right now that my liver and kidneys work the right way and that my heart's not so enlarged that it beats out of my chest. You know, all these things, if I'm being real with it now, I realize I just wasn't dedicated enough to the consistency it would take to become a bodybuilder. It wasn't that important to me. And I realized all this officially last November when I was at a Wake Up Warrior event. I remember like it was yesterday. I literally am at this event and we're outside. Group of us, it's 500 men. We're outside and we have to do bear crawls to start with. Bear crawls across this. Maybe it's a 100-yard field. Don't even know. It felt like a mile to me. And I'm sitting down, and I'm looking around. There's guys with guts and you know, guys that are small, and I'm probably the biggest guy there in physical stature. At this point, I'm 285 pounds or so, maybe even 290, and just big. you know. And from trying to crawl across the field in a bear crawl position, I couldn't make it halfway. I was dead last. My body was just not functioning the way I needed it to. There was no chance of me making it. So then I have to start doing like log rolls. So I'm rolling over and over again, just trying to keep up with people. It's fucking embarrassing. I'm realizing like this story that I've told myself for years is all bullshit. Like I don't really want to be a bodybuilder. I want to be functional. I want to be an athlete. I want to be something I'll call a warrior. Like I want to be able to excel in any event at any time. You know, the true aspect of athleticism from this event to me is just that. It's being able to, for two weeks at a time, train for any event and be able to be competitive in that event. Not necessarily win it, but to have my athleticism be in such a way that I could go anywhere at any time and compete in an event and not get laughed off the stage. So when I'm, when I'm analyzing what that was in that moment, I'm like, man, I gotta change. Like this story is just not serving me anymore. I'm not gonna be a pro bodybuilder. I don't wanna be a fucking pro bodybuilder. So I shifted. I had to get real with myself for a minute. The level of consistency that I'd exhibited for the past 14 years at that point was all a lie. It wasn't enough. And it was never going to be. And I didn't care enough to have the consistency to be a professional bodybuilder. I had to realize that my old level of quote-unquote consistency was complete bullshit. I've been lying to myself and everybody else for years. Of course, not consciously, but... Subconsciously, I just convinced myself this shit was true. So I shifted. I created a new frame. I decided on a new goal. Same way that you guys can. Like, just because I've told myself a story for 12 or 14 years doesn't mean that's a story that defines me. It just means that's what I did for 12 or 14 years. So at that point, 
you know, as I'm, I'm deciding this in November, I'd never punched anything. I've never been in a fight, never been in an altercation. Whether it was my physical stature that kept people away or the fact I could talk my way out of anything, I'd just never been in a fight before. So having never punched anything before, I knew I had to eventually tap into my inner anger. I figured the most logical decision that would be the polar opposite of what I'd done for the past, at that point, 33 years of my life, would be to pick up boxing. Right? I mean, at that point, a 280, 290-pound guy with no cardiovascular health, weak shoulders, waddling around as a bodybuilder, it'd make most sense to jump into the most cardiovascular taxing event that you could possibly come up with, boxing. Like, why not? But that's it for me. That's a new mission. The new mission is to have a new skill set to achieve that puts me in a new frame of reference for myself. I mean, it's all well and good to go through life and learn, make mistakes, fuck things up. But it's not good to not implement the lessons that you've learned from life. Like, I learned I didn't want to be a bodybuilder. I learned I wasn't weaponized. I learned I was lying to myself. I also learned that consistency is the fucking key if I want to do anything in my life. Consistency for much longer than I'm expecting or mentally ready for. That's not easy to achieve. Most of us just don't have that internal fortitude. I mean, my goal right now is not to become a professional fighter. My goal is to simply hop in the ring. But with no previous experience, I'm now boxing five days a week. I'm doing something five days a week to ensure the fact I'm able to achieve my goal. My goal is to step in the ring the first of September. So my goal is not to become a professional fighter. I mean, that's not what this is about for me. My goal is to be able to step in the ring in September of this year and dominate. Be skilled, be extremely proficient, and destroy whoever comes up against me. Like, literally fucking own the ring, own what this is. And so, I feel that that's the very first step in achieving anything. You have to own the result. You have to own what you're looking for. You can't just haphazardly go through something. So again, we were equated to the bodybuilding world. Like, I never really verbalized or pictured myself on stage winning a professional bodybuilding contest. What I am visualizing right now is stepping into a boxing ring in September and beating the living shit out of somebody. And not because I'm aggressive or some alpha male now, but because I have the skill set, because I put in the time, I've done the repetitions, I'm eating the right way, I'm training the right way. I'm even lifting weights now like a boxer versus like a bodybuilder. It's completely different. So after the first step, you gotta own the results you're looking for. Now the next step, to me, in my opinion, is where I fucked up before. Like what's it truly make to make this a reality? Like what, what are the steps it takes to make what you're looking for a reality? Am I willing to be consistent enough to make this happen? Well, in the boxing world, this is really easy for me. Yes and hell yes. Like, I've committed. I've spoken out loud here. i put it on social media. I've told my friends and family, told the brothers and warrior, like, this is not something I just halfway decided. Like, I'm all in. Like, I'm all fucking in. Like, there is no part way. Okay, I get it. But anybody can really say that, right? Like, you're thinking to yourself, like, why do I care? Like, he can say this and just back out. Well, yes, I guess I could. There's actions to back it up. I found two different trainers, a dietitian, a stretching coach, a bioactivation technique, muscle activation technique therapist, an RPR specialist, a handful of massage gurus. I, I've got a, a whole team of people supporting me to ensure the fact that I'm, I'm reaching my maximum capacity. I now train balls to the wall five days a week in the ring, not a little bit, but full fucking go for at least an hour and a half, five days a week. That's just the boxing training. That's not including the training in the gym. That's not including the lifting weights or the functional mobility. I'm owning the amount of consistency it's gonna take. Like I know this takes a shitload of time, but I'm willing to give that up because I know the more time I put in, the better I'm gonna be in September. So if you look at your life and all that you have, 
and all the stuff that you desire in life, where could you be falling short? Like, what are you not committing to? What are you not going all the way in for? I bet you damn near anything that if you look to life honestly, where you're falling short are the place you're not consistent enough. Okay, let's look real quick at, at your job, okay? You want the new promotion. It just came up, but when you really look at it, you want it because you've been there for five years, but you've shown up late to work at least 20% of the time the entire time you've been employed there. Not only have you shown up late, but you're half-assing your job every day. You're not being fucking consistent enough to deserve the promotion. You're just not. Like, quit lying to yourself. You want the body that you used to have when you were 20, but you're drinking beer every night and eating fast food for lunch. How in the fuck are you going to actually get to the point of having that body? Like, you're lying to yourself that going to the gym is going to get you there. And what about the relationship? Like, you want that, that passion back from when you first got with your wife or your husband. But you're not fucking courting them at all. You're not being consistent like you used to be back then. You're not spending the hours you used to spend in the middle of the day texting them or calling them or letting them know they're important. Like, you stop courting them. So, fuck no. You're not going to have the relationship you want. You know, do, do you really own what you want? Are you taking the time to understand what it's going to take to achieve what you want? Then once you've done that, have you devised a plan to actually go out and obtain what you're looking for? And then when you've done all that, are you being consistent 100% of the way every day, or are you just kind of calling it in sometimes? If you answer no, think again. You're not going to get the shit that you want. I've proven it time and time again in my life. I am not a pro bodybuilder. I'm never going to be one. What I will be is a badass fucking boxer in September. The good news is, all this shit can change in a moment. Like, you're in control of your own life. You can decide right now that the consistency that you've lacked, starting today, it changes. You Notice I didn't say starting tomorrow. Like, fuck tomorrow. Start today. Grab your phone, pull up the notes. Give yourself 20 minutes and start planning the consistency you need for today and into tomorrow. Create a plan, create an actionable plan that you can implement every day. When you start doing that, and you can start outlasting the suck, when you can start keeping this consistency for longer than you want to, if you are consistent with anything for long enough, you will eventually find the success you're searching for. So in that methodology, this is like the most brilliant way of stating what I end up every podcast with. You have to put one foot in front of each, the other every day, taking a step towards a goal that you've set for yourself. And the first way to take a step towards that goal is you have to get shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L dot com.